0: Hey there, and welcome to Motorcycles and Misfits.
1: Now, with more energy, please. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, hello
2: I'm trying to have
0: a gentleman voice, you know? I don't want to use my urban slang. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, and welcome to Motorcycles and Misfits. Hey there, boys and girls. (laughs) Welcome to Motorcycles and Misfits. (laughs) It's sunny Santa Cruz. In the garage tonight, we have...
1: No, maybe you just messed that up. You have one one more try, Mike. Take your time. Say it nice and slow. (laughs)
0: <laughs> He's on the spot. Yeah, you're fucked. <laughs> hey there, and welcome to Motorcycles and Misfits. And
3: uh <laughs> Wait, Where are we?
0: In sunny Santa Cruz. We're in Santa where, Cruz. Where in Santa Cruz? Oh, at the Recycle Garage. <laughs> yeah, in sunny Santa Cruz. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Anyway, tonight in the garage we have...
1: You have to call the person's name, and then they do a oh, salutation.
0: Yeah. This is what I was saying. Why do you make me do this shit? I'm good with the I camera. That's all you I do is take video. I a list of
1: everybody's names in the room.
0: All right. I'm going to
4: do it it's one good more time. I'm pushing limits. <laughs> From the top. From the top. From the top. Hey there. Welcome to
0: Motorcycles and Misfits, the recycle garage in sunny Santa Cruz. In the garage today, we have Liza.
1: Hey there, my wig wax.
0: Bagel. Wherever you go, there you are, Charlie. Yo, yo, knock. Hey, how you doing, Isaac? I'm hungry enough to eat a baby.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Get in my belly,
6: wow. <laughs> Hello, darlings. <laughs> and Josh.
0: Hello. Okay, Mike. What's side? <laughs> and Mary Muffins.
7: Hi, Special Edition. Hey, Mary's here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Why the fuck am I reading this? I know everyone's name. <laughs> oh yeah.
4: Because you're an idiot.
1: Because you did such an amazing job of the intro without having to <laughs> write down.
4: <laughs> figured,
1: why not <laughs> write the names down? Throw so
4: a curveball at him. Yeah, he, you guys let's face
1: fun, it, man. you just forgot my name a second ago.
4: I did. I, I was like You looked at, at me right blankly and went,
1: and he, we have uh, a... Yeah. Just
4: make her read social security numbers. It's, it'll be yeah, totally. easier that way.
1: Yeah. So, hey, thanks for tuning in to Motorcycles and Misfits Podcast. Yes, we're trying something new today. We're putting the training wheels on the bike and letting Mike ride it for the first time.
0: My heart, ah. is, my heart
4: is How's he, how's he my doing chest? so far? Yes, some road <laughs> rash. Yeah. We'll make so, it Buddy, we'll make it.
1: Mike, what's uh, first uh, topic tonight?
0: Well, tonight we're going to talk about, or right now we'll talk about what we did in the garage today. So,
1: what do we do in the garage today?
2: Anybody? <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, might have changed the springs on my uh, on my DRZ. Oh uh, yeah, and we'll never do that again. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Michael
1: yeah. was working frantically. I always tell people if you're coming in to redo the front end come in the first thing in the morning, it takes all day.
4: Yeah, yep. you told me yesterday, you were like, oh yeah, we'll be in and out, Emma's here, we'll be 15 minutes of shock. <laughs> no. Well, you made you made your bike into Emma's only way home, so you basically ensured <laughs> that it would well, get like, on. Like, Extortion. Yeah, yeah. And I, was,
6: I was distracted <laughs> elsewhere, so... yeah, that you know,
2: that was But I
6: am riding home on the DRC. So was okay. that your first time uh, doing forks?
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, it was. And it okay. uh, probably be the last time, too.
4: Yeah? What, <laughs> what didn't you expect, or what did you expect, and what you, what did you get out of it? Like, I was just like, what kind of curveballs did you face?
2: Well, you know, I think I suspected that forks were a little simpler mechanically than they actually are. <laughs> I know, right? right? Well, upside-up forks,
4: yeah, for sure. Or right-side-up forks.
2: Yeah, I mean, I mean I, I've, I've built other... Hugely complex mechanical things, and then I mm. pull apart these upside down forks, and it's like it's like Chinese in there. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know.
4: <laughs> yeah, I would hope it's better quality at least. Yeah. So, like the spring tension was what got you, right? initially like like well i gotta compress this pop this out and
2: yeah i mean the it, oil and, and like, there's a lot just, of parts in it it's too. just all these parts and they're all screwed together at different tensions and yeah. like cool you gotta take this off to get this uh it's just it's a puzzle yeah
0: yeah because the thing is when emma says oh yeah no problem big deal like like she'll do it in, in 10 or 15 minutes but if you haven't done it before it's it's like reading chinese you're like you know you need like a babysitter or someone to hold your hand the whole time did you have yeah. any parts left over
2: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, just the old spring. Yeah, there so, you go. The I mean,
1: there was a no-shit moment where you were flipping T-shirts over. There was something you were missing.
2: Oh, yeah, I no, we were we, we lost we lost a couple of parts for a few minutes. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so uh, what, what did you do? Like, just different spring or spring rate?
2: Yeah, we just changed the spring rate because I'm a fat kid, and uh, it was sprung for a not-fat kid. It was sprung for a guy like Charlie's size, maybe. I, uh, and I'm like, I liked it. I'm like 2.5 Charlies. <laughs> yeah. <so. laughs> (laughs) (laughs) You're Charlie 2.0. I would
1: (laughs) would like to point out Charlie is developing a pot. Yeah, I I don't
2: know if you noticed, Charlie.
0: Really? Uh
4: Yeah, it's coming. He's got a dad belly right now. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'll start running. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, what, you got it assembled in like an hour or two.
2: I think all total, we ended up looking at like two, two and a half hours. Yeah, I think yeah. that's about uh, right. Tear down, build up, and shake down. So feel better. Feels much better. I mean, yeah. now obviously we got to change out the spring on the rear. I end, shall guess. be the judge of whether it feels
4: better. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like, was it immediately noticeable though the rear spring like being inadequate because you have the fresh front spr- uh, front spring or like?
2: Yeah, the f- the first hard corner I took like I, that that back end really wants to push out now. Yeah, it starts wallowing it's, a little bit. It's not
4: balanced anymore. Yeah. It was balanced, but now it's not because he yeah. needs to redo the rear spring. Yeah. yeah, And you did bring a rear spring. You just didn't have time didn't to do it. Didn't have time, yeah. Yeah. Is that just
0: a plug-and-play kind of a thing? Or? <laughs> yeah. Uh, hypothetically. Yeah, just yeah. like the front end. Yeah, yeah exactly. You just
4: you just take the old spring out and put the new one in it. That's how it that. was on my SE.
0: I mean, like, I, I literally, I had to chop some of the battery box off, but, I mean, all I had to do is jack the back end up.
4: <laughs> what? All you had to do was <laughs> cut know, I, something I, I off. Literally,
0: I literally had, like, a, uh, uh, like, a hacksaw blade in my hand, and I'm sitting there cutting <laughs> the fucking box out. <laughs> you trying <and> to spring <laughs> out of jail
4: or something? Well, didn't? well
0: or, yeah, yeah. pretty much. <laughs> you her, you know, yeah, Mary brought me a cake filed. with a fire. I They got
4: the
2: box out and put the spring in. You know, yeah, that's called
4: uh, avoiding your warranty.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, so the YouTube video for like the rear is like five minutes long. Sure. The YouTube video for the front's like just two middle fingers. So, you know.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah. What they don't put in is the ten minutes of cursing and yeah. getting your fucking fingers in there and
2: spinning things around yeah. and pinching your shit. So, right.
5: yep, yeah. Yeah, well, for I, what it's worth, that rear shock's a lot easier to change.
2: That's yeah. what I hear. So, inshallah, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll run. Well, you're it. you're yeah. not swapping the shock; you're swapping the spring. Yeah, so the shock's got to come out, and then the spring comes off of it. Uh, compress the new one. Throw it's, the. New it's not one as on there.
4: easy as just swapping for a different
7: shock entirely.
2: Yeah, no, no. no. If, if if I had a shock with a spring on it, then the whole thing would be a cassette job, and we could, yep. we could be riding in twenty. But. Mm-hmm. But not, I'm not. I'm not made of money, so I'm just putting a new spring on it. That's, that's a good way to do it. Man. That's
4: a good way to do it. I mean, uh, that's. That's a good, low dollar solution to it, you know. And do you have a shock spring presser at all, or no? But I mean, yeah, like, there's look there's at those shakes. biceps, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Use hose clamps. I've used hose clamps before. Okay.
1: I did yeah. hear at one point somebody counting one, two, three, and I saw like two or three people like a pogo stick jumping on that shot.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's how fat I am. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I need. I need. I need. Uh, I need springs that stiff. That's you know. yeah.
0: <laughs> I did front springs on both uh, on the SV and uh, on my V Star. And it was kind of the same thing. I had to take a picture at the end of the day with the, uh, the bike with the tire off it, and, then, and I put a fake tire in there to make it look like a uh, ghost rider because it was just such a fucking pain in the ass. <laughs> at the end of it, I was like, it just thinks from fucking hell. You, and, know?
6: you know, the lesson we should all learn from this, Japanese bike, well, no, that's not fair. All bikes these days are built to a budget. And <clears throat> the entry level... Japanese bikes, you know, what we call the beginner bikes, a very easy way for them to (coughs) reduce costs is to put low-budget suspension on it. Mm-hmm. And the problem is, it's like one-size-fits-all. This bike is going to have a 100-pound girl <laughs> on it or a 300-pound guy on it, so you have to find somewhere in the middle. middle and road. it's not going to fit anyone. Yeah, but Rather, the
0: SV, like, dropped down to the street every time you took a stop. Right, I you mean, know? the it
6: SV is notoriously yeah. undersprung. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So everything you do to an SV is going to improve the suspension. You can go nuts. I mean, you can put Olin's front and rear on that thing, yeah. and it'll cost you about 2500 it's
4: still an SV yeah. though. <laughs> um, well, you could go pretty fast with a, a yeah SUV with a tricked out suspension. So yeah,
6: um, I'm glad that they cut corners with suspension not with brakes.
0: Well, they did the same yeah. thing. I heard with the uh, 2016, the new SV that's coming out. So mm-hmm. it's, it's like the they. That's one of the biggest complaints that I'm hearing about is it. Everyone's like, "Yeah, we don't understand. Like, you know, with all the conversions going on with the Jixxer front end on it, and people swapping the ZX10 shot. Right. Why didn't they do something with the suspension?" But I think that the SV is like the Honda Civic of the yeah. motorcycle world. where yeah, it's just, sure. You get the platform of the bike, and you do whatever the fuck you want with it. But you
6: know, the new Honda Bonneville, it's the, it's the uh, Honda Bonneville Triumph Bonneville, is the same way. Yeah. Everyone loves the bike, and everybody hates the suspension yeah, around the factory because
4: the rear suspension is. Just yeah, throw well, it away. People don't want to spend another $1,000 to buy a bike with good suspension. They, right. When comparing it to a similar bike that
6: also has shitty suspension or whatever. Yeah. No, and that's it. Exactly. I mean, the fact of the matter is, is 50, 50% of people who buy that Bonneville out of the shop are going to be like, yeah, the suspension's okay. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Well, I also heard, too, that they, they convert... Because my boss had the Triumph Bonneville, I had it mm. for like a week, and it was fantastic. But he's like, it was brutal when I went up to San Francisco and this and that. And he's like, then he started looking up like the changes right. on it, and he's like, it just wasn't worth it. Yeah, like the amount of work that people do to get a better suspension on it. He's like, at that point, it's not worth. Well, it. you just know, get a bike.
6: when I bought mine in two thousand and seven, it was ten out the door, <coughs> um, with a few just uh, knickknacks on it, and, you know, chrome stuff. But by the time you've gone through the suspension, you've gone through this, you've gone through that, I mean, you could be into Um, $15,000 quite easily. Mm. It's very easy to spend money on bikes. I'd want Olin Shocks just because they're gold.
0: (laughs) Of course. Price they would like. That's the only reason. And (laughs) that
6: gold is real. So that's why it's so expensive. It would be be
0: the pot of gold at the
4: end of Lucky Charms.
2: (laughs) It's the only possible explanation.
4: (laughs) I did something today.
1: Yes. What'd you do?
4: I changed my oil. And I,
1: oh, I, are you the one who left the oil pan out there?
4: No, I did not. But shut up, man. Oh. I brought that shit in there. No, but I did leave an um, environmental catastrophe, as per usual, on the XR.
6: <laughs>
0: yeah, well, what do thing- you expect? <laughs> I mean,
4: you put your oil in your frame. I know. it's, <laughs> it's <laughs> No? Put that word. oil in the frame. The thing has two drain plugs, one in the frame and one in the sump. And, uh, and <laughs> the oil filter is mounted horizontally, not, not oh. vertically. Oh. So oh. put the
1: bike on the side.
4: Like <laughs> now, well, you drain the oil first, and then you pull the the filter out. But even still, there's still like there's oil. oil. In yeah, it's just fucking oil everywhere. And
1: c- can you bigger than the oil change? Though there's something else different with your bike.
4: Oh, I inst- I found out <laughs> like Wednesday or something. I did some exploratory dismantling of my bike and found that my rockers were just completely gone. They were beat to shit, and there was. Uh, it was making loud loud ticking noises like, you know, you hear on rockers. Can,
1: can I just say, though, I was once explore mentally dismantled and I filed a police report.
4: <laughs> just, just so you know. Okay, well... Did I exploratory <laughs> exploratory, explore Exploratory,
1: explore mentally. Exploratory. That's explore, what it sounds like ex- to me.
4: Well, just shut up for a second. <laughs> so, yeah, I put in a new cam, a new, um, new rockers, and it sounds like an actual motorcycle and not like a fucked up sewing machine. It's like, instead of a. But anyways, it's uh, the power delivery is a little bit more crisp because the timing is right and proper. I mean...
1: It used to have a heart murmur. Now it doesn't. No, it doesn't.
4: Yeah. <laughs> if you if you think you have a dry clutch on your bike, it's just because you're in yeah. the oil. Yeah. And I also did a leak down, and now it's like 25% leak down, which is for a 13-year-old bike, which probably had a nah, race history and rail. down. not It's bad. not too bad. But like new rings this winter, I think it'd be pretty good. Put a new cam chain in there. But yeah. That's that's what I did.
7: Did anyone else get anything done?
4: I played a card game. (laughs) I I I guess I
7: could mention that Mike and I were um, filming our interview with Emma for the um, Get to Know videos that we post on YouTube. So hopefully we'll be able to have that edited and ready to go sometime during this next
6: week. And um, while we're on the subject of me, (laughs) which is my favorite subject, (laughs) um, yesterday we did... Uh, photo shoot for the calendar. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah.
7: Oh. So it's, I, it's I it's took Emma's, Emma's picture weekend. and it's epic.
0: Yeah, so the calendar will be out before 2017 this year. <laughs> don't we, we,
7: don't we say that. We December.
6: Hope. It's, it's going it to be will. out at 11:59 on December 31st. Yeah.
0: Which listeners, <laughs> we will have the camera this year for you for next year. Yeah,
7: and um, actually, I also did um, Isaac's photo a couple of days ago, and that he was,
8: was wearing pants.
7: He was wearing pants. Oh, well. so contrary to, contrary to
8: popular rumors, right. yeah.
7: So we finally got started with the calendar, and so far it's looking really good. I would
1: like to say that we had some new visitors today to the garage, a lot of them. Uh, The first being uh, Christopher, who emailed us about coming in. He is a little beyond hard of hearing. Oh, yes. he's deaf. Oh, I didn't want to say that. Everyone only accuses me.
0: Oh, you fucking set me up, yo.
1: <laughs> um, Yeah, so he came in, and we didn't have too much trouble um, communicating, and I just immediately started setting on him on every bike to sit on it. But the other thing is funny. I uh, First, I wrote out all the rules of the garage. First rule, don't put your shit on a chair. And he had put his bag on a chair
4: immediately
7: and i said the the second rule is she started yelling at him
4: (laughs) (laughs) he's like i can't hear you and and for context for for context for what she's about to say people who speak asl or who sign are very literal
1: so i said uh second rule is um no vegans allowed they suck at barbecues and he looked at me and shrugged (laughs) his shoulders like what and then i said i wrote down third rule um no hippie words like chakra or tofu
3: <laughs> and he was like
1: what is this word Wait. hippie and what is this word chakra mean i'm like Wait, oh god hold
0: on. do they, do deaf people have sarcasm Oh
4: yeah. Yeah, but ASL is just way, way more literal and he he speaks English like a second language. Yeah. So he's he's, he's, So
1: he was very confused by Hippie and Chakra and I'm like, uh You fucked
4: that guy up, man. That's what you did. You you came in here in this nice loving environment and you're like, No, 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 you're you're a piece of shit. We're just we're just fucking you with you right now.
1: I yep. told him he's a misfit just like us. Okay.
6: He's a misfit. Yeah. We're all misfits. So that was really
1: yeah. cool. And then um, we had the Lane Spit Boulevard guys show up. So we had all these uh, really cool choppers showing up. How is the rolling? Because really, I missed it. really cool it. bikes. So that was cool. We hope to get them back in here some more. Yep. Um,
0: I miss those guys. What time did they show up? Oh my god! I told them too. I said Emma's coming at two o'clock. But then
1: we had another special guest show up that I didn't know was coming.
0: Yeah, it was
1: quite a shock as I was in the backyard to hear. Phil from Cleveland Motos voice over the fence. I'm like, <laughs> what is going on? I look over there. I'm like, there's Phil standing in our parking lot.
4: 30 minutes ago, he texted me, what time's the podcast? I was like, well, this is totally random. Like, okay, whatever. Maybe oh, I thought
1: gonna... maybe he was going to call yeah, in or something.
4: Yeah, and then uh, like 20, 30 <laughs> minutes later, he's like,
1: hey, how you doing, buddy? So yeah, <laughs> no. he surprised us and showed up. And that was yeah. a really nice surprise. Uh, he's in town to do some zero training and... He may show up by the end of this podcast. Zero yeah.
0: motorcycles, right? Which is cool. Zero here yeah. because, like, when you say zero training, that means like, what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, it means you're not training. No, he's training. not going to train at yeah. all. So.
3: so
1: yeah, so he's here for zero motorcycle training because he's a new dealer. So that was really cool. And we also had uh, Sean from Zero Motorcycles came by. Yeah. So yeah, we um, had a lot of new um, people showing up.
6: Can I talk about what was on my bench at work? If you on can Thursday. make it very quick. Bandit twelve hundred, baby. And I'd like to point
1: out, it's not a good selling point that it was in your shop to be fixed.
9: <laughs> <laughs>
6: no, that's <it>. well. <laughs> well <laughs> yeah, kind of made a point there. Wait, yeah, you, you made a point. What was wrong with it? <laughs> it just required major service, and I put uh, brake and I put brake lines on it. Okay, all mm. around. But what a oh my god! Those what a bike. A, uh,
4: tap it adjusters, right? Screw yep. Tape, lock no. oh, nuts and nice. screw. Yeah, that's that's easy.
6: Yeah, yeah. Um, fantastic bike. Yeah. Absolutely fantastic bike. I recommend anyone to ride one or buy one. And um,
4: anybody who wants we, to buy the 600s can that. contact me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um well I just wanted to point out the reason why the Lane Split guys came today. Yeah. Was because um Mary and I they invited us to a barbecue they had last week in San Jose.
1: Yeah, how was that?
0: Oh, uh, it was it was amazing. They they're they're I don't know. Their bikes are very mean looking and like really, really cool, but they're just like, I don't know. When they get off the bikes and you hang out with these guys, they're not really the way that they would seem if you see them riding down the road. So they're not real assholes. (laughs) Not at all. (laughs) They joke around as much as I do. And I was just telling them, I was like, you guys got to come to the garage and come hang out with us. And um, I don't know. It was a lot of fun. Mary, what did you think? Were they?
7: Oh, they're really sweet people. Um, How many people were there? I was going to say maybe 35,
3: 40. Yeah. They got um, And they shot. just have
7: really cool, awesome, uh, custom-made bikes. And most of them are Honda Shadow 750. And, you know, they just make them look all so different. And, yeah, they had, like, a little biker build-off. Uh, started with a ride. And um, Mike had his bike in, in the competition as well. His <laughs> yeah. new Lucky Charms. It was, like, it was oh, funny because, yeah, we'll like, that. okay, so when we rolled up uh, at the barbecue... I was looking at all the bike and I was trying to pick out my favorite one. But then I realized, hey, I can't just look at the bike. I need to listen to it. Because
0: they had a people's choice vote, too. Yeah. so. So
7: I was like, all right, each and every one of you guys individually, you know, turn the bike on, let's hear it. And I was like, whoa, wow, I didn't expect that sound to come out of that one. And, you know, all of a sudden my favorite changed because. I was liking this bike but then when I heard the sound of this other bike it was obviously so much meaner and then when it came to Mike's bike I was like okay, show sure, come on turn your bike on and I didn't want even, to do it he didn't even want to turn it on because like his bike is like grandpa silent like the really machine. Too, did it go like this? did it go too smooth <laughs> that's what it does no, that's, that's
3: exactly that's, what it that's does that's what mine does it's, it's like hut hut <laughs> <hud, hud, hud.
0: laughs> <laughs> <laughs> I, speaking of zero bikes, I swear to God, my bike is a zero, and except for the fact that it's not electric. <laughs> I, yeah, it's a silent ride. And it was embarrassing when I went there, because like, I didn't want to do the sound off. <laughs> I didn't, because they had, like, custom pipes. And, <laughs> oh, that's
4: that was an actual event, like a sound It off. was like a thing.
0: Well, there, like, I kind of made it. Yeah. I made
7: it happen. I was right. like, let's have a sound off. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. I, was,
0: I was, yeah, I was, you know, I kind of thought the theme of my build was, like, kind of trying to make it kind of still look a little factory, like, clean, so I wanted to keep the pipes and not fuck with the Honda Engineering, which is kind of, like... Not that cool if you're doing a custom bike, but like to me it is. So, but then when when you're doing a sound off, and I'm riding around with them, I was riding around with them today and shit. I was like, damn, you guys fucking bikes sound like hot rods, you know? And like it sounded like my my <laughs> old bike, you know. I knew how I felt, but I also remember how I felt in the morning when I'd warm the fucking bike up in the morning. So, I don't know. It was uh
1: Mike. I I want to say something.
0: Go go
3: for it. But
1: hold on, I need to get. I need to get closer to you to say this, because I want to look you in the eyes. Oh, no, stop it. (laughs)
0: This is terrifying. This is getting sensual.
1: You did a good job with your bike.
0: Oh, stop playing. You're getting red. I I don't believe you. (laughs) Look look, look, look how red she is.
1: Look how red you are. That's how you know (laughs) she's lying. I'm six inches away (laughs) from your face. It's freaking you out. (laughs) Liza's
0: six inches is really two inches. And and she's (laughs) looking you in the eyes, Mike. (laughs) I don't fucking believe it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's why I looked you in the eye.
0: But, yeah, well, thank you very much, Liza. I appreciate it. I was just just kidding
1: so, I can tell because your face is as red as your fucking Honda Elite no you did a good job
0: <laughs> so so the, the, just distant breath is what we're talking about or lane split if anybody doesn't know these are the guys that Mary and I were running into on, on the way down to Born Free last year Born Free 7 like all the way down the PCH and, and the they, year
7: before that too right well there,
0: yeah, that was 7 yeah. 8 was this year um, and we keep running into these guys, and, and I have this like reference point for like born free is like you, it's like the Guggenheim Museum. Like you look at these bikes, and you're like, oh, that's an amazing artist, like Michelangelo. He's so incredible, but like <laughs> I'll never be Michelangelo. But the riders on the way down that you see and the people you run into there, like their bikes seem a little bit more approachable, and it seems like a little bit more like something that you know you could do. And then not to mention like these guys are they're just so crazy because they would they would roll up like you know 20 fucking deep with these these custom bikes that were like you know liquor bottles welded onto the side of them as overflows and <laughs> brass knuckles this and that and then they get off the bike and you're like these guys are probably mean as fuck and they get off and they're just joking around. You know
1: why they're you think they're mean as fuck? Because they're mean mugging because they're miserable on those rigids.
4: Oh I know. Right am I right Josh? The, uh, the, the, they're all software <laughs> engineers. The, cool, the
1: way to be the coolest person on a custom bike is to be the most miserable. That's how you look cool. uh
5: I <laughs> I don't know I, my, Look, my bikes are rigid I, you
1: don't I, ride down the street smiling do you i,
5: I have the biggest smile on my face when i'm riding <laughs> I th- hey there I'm he taking is taking
3: that hey. thing
5: across the country so right. you've taken that thing across that's the country yeah so how many times per day did you have to fill up that tank i get 90 miles <sighs> that's pretty, Whoa. Good, man. 90 that miles pretty to the, good 90 wow. miles to the tank so what that kind of translate to is uh, no matter if you're young or old and you're riding next to me, you're kinda stoked to be riding next to me because at every ninety miles you know you get to stop and take a piss real quick. Have a smoke, yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't like riding with that is my kind or of knock because these guys are like they're they're always
0: late for something, even if we're not late. Well, you have a mint, Mike. Really, yeah. Mike? You're
2: gonna you're, you're gonna put that one out there? What are you talking about? Which am I talking about? <laughs> you mean
3: when we
2: were doing
0: the
1: rehearsal rides for doing an iron butt that is time sensitive? That's what you're choosing to use as a an example I'm just
0: saying as a reference point I mean you guys are fucking like banshees it's like dude knocks the fucking worst though like I'm telling you right now, I'm the like best I make my time. got time like, like, to make. He's, he's so stiff when he gets off the bike, and he's just ready to go back on again. And I'm like, I dude, got, it's cool, man. Like we just rode for ten hours straight. Like I'm just gonna have a smoke. <laughs> he's like, I don't give a fuck about the smoke. We gotta be there. And like and I'm like, dude, but it's so pretty here. Like let's just like enjoy the ride.
4: I, I gotta work. I gotta make. I got work to move. You know.
0: Yeah, he's got pistons. He's got fucking top end. <laughs>
1: Mike, I'm getting in your face oh, again. God, <laughs> a, it's Mike, a bit. More. We need to work on your time issues. <laughs> I'm looking you in the eye when I say. I like
0: you're gonna punch me in the dick. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this hand goes up, and the dick, the dick, punch comes out. So you need to sit the fuck is down. down. Is what needs to happen. This is what happens when you host, Mike. I feel yeah. the
1: only way to get Mike to believe what I'm saying is if I look him in the eye.
0: Yeah, but as soon as she puts a <laughs> hand up like this, you, I don't know if you know, Liza, but this means that the dick punch is coming. <laughs> it it's never hey, fails. Can we
1: just say that, we, that Mary Muffins has exited, exited, and somebody has filled her seat? No, who, who would Mary that Muffin's be? Mary Muffins transformed. transformed. Yeah, I just, uh,
9: I just slid in real gentle like, you know, when I I sensed the force needed a little Phil Waters love (laughs) at Recycle Santa Cruz. We
1: said how you surprised us today by just showing up.
9: It was one of those things when you have the opportunity to go to Santa Cruz. I don't care what it's for, Mary Kay convention, living doll thing, whatever the <laughs> fuck it is. You just go. You have to go to Santa Cruz. Um, you got to get in on the podcast. It's, it is is like we didn't do a podcast in Cleveland this week because we are totally unreliable. But yeah. that vein, that vein still needs to get a hit. Sure. And you yeah. got to hit it, man. So coming out here and seeing everybody working, it was everybody was right where they were supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. When I walked up, I was just like, yep. It's uh it really is magic down there's here. There's oil
4: <laughs> on the ground and kitty litter and spread. Yeah, it was uh and,
9: and people lucky, lucky forget charms. Lucky Charms. People forget <laughs> that there's just there there's work happening in an alley. Yes, in a parking and,
1: and, lot. I I love that. When we know you're coming before, we stage the whole thing. So this time, it's proof that this is actually what goes down here. There was actual <laughs> shit being done and a lot of shit not being done. Oh, there was all done. kinds
9: of... Yeah. There was. Uh, there were many projects being launched into, but there were also an equal number of projects being avoided. So you guys are <laughs> exactly. truly holding it down. Yeah. yeah, Nobody's paying at the end of the day, so it's like, you know, if they, they there's no pressure.
0: It's not a customer that anybody's <laughs> going to bring something to. It's like your bike. So who's DRZ was was
9: that that Emma was working on it's, today that's your DRZ dying.
2: that's Michael's it's my DRZ but actually Emma wrote it up today which okay. was the the, uh, the push for getting it done because yeah, she's also got to
9: ride home. home tonight <laughs> <laughs> that that's is the insurance. ultimate seriously that is the ultimate fucking work or die situation <laughs> right. that is the peril they talk about the carrot and the stick here you can ride this bike but you got to fix it,
3: right? Yeah.
6: <laughs> so. and we don't live down the road. We live in Monterey.
9: Right. Yeah. So, so it's, it's a hike.
6: It's a hike. I ain't walking home.
9: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> There's always Uber. Nice. That's a very expensive. Uber. Uber. I'll get a Uber. Yeah, you get a Uber. <laughs> <laughs> so. I hope
1: the of Boulevard guys come back. They had really cool bikes, and I want to learn more about them. Um, there was, I did insult them a little bit when I told. I told of, you not to I insult them, Liza. Like what did, I just told them they didn't know good enough to know not to write a rigid down to L.A. and back.
3: Oh, come but on. But I that's did real? say,
1: but I'm old and won't write anything that doesn't have heated grips You're now, such a so fucking hater. You no, know, I used to be young and dumb, and now I'm smart and comfortable. That's all. <laughs> uh,
0: I see your point. You know, that's why I kept the shocks on. Uh, Except uh, there's Charms. someone
1: else in the room that I realize I've been insulting the all, whole time, and he's yes, he's have. not young enough it's to like, be dumb.
5: It's like a talent. You just don't even try. You just I do know, it. It, it. just happens. happens. To, to each their own, though, because yeah. I, I know a lot of old gentlemen that have been riding rigid Longer than uh, anybody's been riding in this room, so.
1: dude. My advice is just don't even try a Goldwing. Just don't even go there.
5: Yeah, I, I sat on a Road King once, and it was, it was pretty oh, nice. It was comfy, but it didn't have the cool factor. So I just had yeah, to you try. weren't miserable. Yeah. That's why I'm
1: saying you have to be miserable to be cool. <laughs> so I don't know. You
5: know? <laughs> it's but, debatable. Yeah, it is. It so. Is. Um,
0: yeah, let's get to like who we've got on the hot seat tonight, besides. Yeah,
1: thank, thanks for coming out, Josh.
0: You're yeah, welcome. so we've got Josh uh, from Basket Case Magazine, also uh, from your rollout in Santa Cruz. Yeah, yeah.
1: So um, you went to this event yesterday, right, Mike?
0: Yeah, he, he hosted a public event, and I tried to get some of the misfits to come uh, because of all the customers. Some customs. did come. They yeah, were, some came. They exactly. was
5: too cool. They they weren't riding rigid <laughs> <laughs> they're too comfortable <laughs> i yeah. was too
1: cool writing my super dude.
0: right
5: <laughs> yeah so so
0: josh is a Santa Cruz local and um
1: yeah i saying, i didn't yeah. know that you had a magazine I'm, I'm psyched to learn more about this
5: yeah yeah you want to tell us a little bit about the uh the magazine that's sure, sure. Case? yeah basket case it's fairly new um Myself, my friend Holly Anderson, and Ian Clark—just three friends. You know, we we all ride. We live that lifestyle. We we do the long trips on the rigid motorcycles, and uh, um, it's something that's come pretty easily to us. You know, it's not something we've had to work really hard to put together. So that's why it's being very successful for us right right off the bat. I mean, we—you're feeling a demand. There's a, you know, we're not doing anything new. Mm-hmm. We're not doing anything that hasn't been done before. We're not some, you know, chief scientists that are creating something new here. We're just kind of, we based our magazine after a magazine from the 60s called Colors. Mm-hmm. And Colors was tit- self-titled as the, the Motorcycle Club's Handbook. <laughs> And so it, it put a spotlight on kind of, you know, the cockroaches and um, mm. the the underlying scene of what's going out there, you know, what's going on. And so being as we we stay as far away from politics as we can with the magazine, um, we decided that we were just going to highlight chopper clubs today and the home builders, the, the people who don't have the spotlight shining on them. Um, Issue number one, we we highlighted um, our builder feature was my buddy Mike Galley lives right here. We had the the party at his shop yesterday. And, you know, he built a sick pan, had lots of custom one-off stuff on it. He builds it all in-house, painted it himself, you know, and... He's just a regular guy. Just a regular guy, just like us, you know. And so, really cool, you know, and it... it, He's got a really clean shop, I just want to point out. It's a lot cleaner than ours. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, I I think it's a... You know with everything that all the the publications that are out there today and and born free is just so huge now and so there's so much publicity on that that we in northern california we don't have that kind of coverage up here Mm -hmm. and we have so many talented people here in santa cruz Mm -hmm. specifically but also all around northern california and beyond um that that we could highlight and it's just you know that's why i say it's coming so easily to us and um uh, I guess you want me to talk more about the magazine. You well, know, and, and I
1: want to say I'm I'm excited to see this because I thought a lot of the the custom bike chopper trends had kind of died and gone away. Mm. I assume you know only the best of the best are still around. I still people didn't have still know cruising how the hard. People like, cruising hard. um, you know, I used to know the guys over at Central Coast Choppers here yeah. years ago, and mm. they were building some really cool shit. John Long. Exactly, yeah. and then they disappeared. So yeah. I I've been you know wanting to know where that it's, went and where the trends are going it's but
5: still alive and well it really cool. is you know and we're doing our part to kind of carry the torch here um i ride with a club called the death traps and we are specifically you know 60s 70s era motorcycles um we're a riding club we focus specifically on that and on the lifestyle that, that it used to be from days before and we're just like I said, you know, in the club aspect as well, we're not doing anything that hasn't been done. We're just keeping it alive. And so. And
1: I can vouch for you this whole death trap thing because you pulled up before even coming over to say hi to everyone, you got off, pulled out a wrench, and started tightening nuts on your <laughs> bike.
3: <butt. laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of standard, you know. You know right. like that. You,
5: yeah. don't, you don't want to know what my last couple days have been like on that bike.
6: <laughs> no, I mean, we should let people know what he pulled up on. Yeah, so, so a little just, bit about your bike. A, description of your bike. Um, it's not well, a Ducati,
5: right? No, it's not a Ducati. <laughs> it sounds like one. Dry clutch. Uh, you know, it's a chopper. It? 76, shovelhead motor. Um, rigid frame. Uh, it's a Paco aftermarket frame. I got a... 10 over front end mm-hmm. with you know that i, I had taken the taking the sliders off put them on the lathe um shaved them powder coated them and then put them back on the lathe and shaved some little lines in them you know cool 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 oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah i did like that
5: got some invader rims on there um and my rear invader is what's given me the issues right now. Mm. Love the rims, they look cool, but they're really, you know, wait I don't think they're made for long distance traveling for too long of time.
9: You tend to have that problem with the rear invader. Yeah. yeah I was going <laughs> <saying>, to oh, <laughs> say, he was just was waiting. What size, size rear
1: tire do you have?
5: 16. Yeah.
1: The the It's the, the five
5: five. All right. Yeah.
1: So gone are the days of the big wheel.
5: Yeah, you know, I mean they're still here and we we kind of we got to talking a little bit about mm-hmm. this before the podcast, mm-hmm. but um personal opinion, the yeah. the fat tire choppers not my thing. You yeah. know, I just I can't That's our I big can't investment get excited too. about that. I just can't. I see somebody rolling around, and hey, they think they're cool. And to each their own, really. I'm not gonna hate on anybody for riding one, but it, I would. You wouldn't catch me dead on one of those things. <laughs> so order for shit. That's the thing. Uh, so they, they don't. There you can't handle. They they don't handle. You can't turn. You can't lean that thing over. And me personally, like I like to ride the twisties. Sure. I like uh, to yeah. look cool while I'm doing it, but I like to have my my knees up high with my high rise mid pegs, oh, you know, and keep everything up off the ground so I can lean. You see into what he did there, Liza?
1: Said the man with the. Extended front end and no front brake.
5: Take my bike for a ride.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I know. I'm looking at it and going, damn, I'm at the point where I demand heated grips. You don't even have a front brake. Or an (laughs) e-start.
4: No. no, no. I know this, this is, is, those this is fork real tubes deal, deal look shit. Great though,
5: right. Thank yeah. you.
4: no, no, yeah. no oil on, no like no oil or whatever. Um, on you
5: know, working <laughs> really
4: oh, forks. Just wait
5: till we go back out. You'll see the puddle
4: underneath.
6: <laughs> you know, it's an extremely nostalgic bike. Yeah. It really yeah. is. Everything about it. It's authentic. Is authentic yeah. and nostalgic. I, it's wonderful. I,
1: I do appreciate Thank you. a custom that has grunt and piss, not polish. You mm. know what I mean?
0: Grunt mm-hmm. won't wait, get you home. Yeah. You, you, yeah, you, yep. you don't like uh, Lucky Charms, huh? Uh, you, you, you just like said you like it. You can't take it back.
1: Should, should I come up there and get uh, eye-to-eye with you again?
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is pretty scary. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, especially when the hand comes up, yeah, you know what I mean? That's
9: really scary.
0: <laughs> you know? But I just want to, so it, basically, what it sounded like to me is, it, it would, I just want to bring up something that Josh talked about, about customs, is that like, you know, he, he brought up a good point. He says, you know, fat tires, you know, if it's not your thing, that's fine. But like, you know, what makes a custom bike you know uh, i was reading something earlier and someone was like well you know because somebody buys something in a factory harley comes up with these custom bike designs yeah. where you can you know get the feeling of a custom bike by customizing it but then you have people who are actually customizing bikes and then like you know at what point is your bike a custom bike versus is it uh,
5: okay i i would have to say that just to interject my two cents here please do sure please do To make it a custom bike, in my opinion, would be when you're actually fabricating or painting something and adding it onto your bike and making it work. There's so many aftermarket bolt-on performance stuff that, you know... That, that that's not custom in my mind. So my, uh, my, uh, that's having a certain sense of personal style added to your bike. So yeah. my sport bike with Clubman
9: bars isn't a custom cafe racer. <laughs> hey, <laughs> no. It is on Craigslist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that that's that's
0: kind of where I was going with it is because um, you know Liza was talking earlier about the um, the metric cruisers and the thing is like most people who would see a motorcycle rider, any rider on the road who doesn't have anything to do with motorcycles, they're just like, oh. Am Motorcycle, you know, but if you're in motorcycle, <laughs> it, it, it was a motorcycle you know, but you know, if you're in motorcycle culture and you're, you know. And, and you kind of know stuff a lot of times people tend to have you know uh, a niche you know or something they fall into and like Phil owns a uh, a shop you know so he sees every bike he mm. will have his own personal opinions on everything but they're very um, they're coming from a source of information you know what I mean and customizing is, is a part of it and then you have other people who were like learned how to ride from their friends and went to the track and stuck on the track so you have like track only bros you know what I mean and like track me bros. yeah <laughs> like personally myself like I, I don't know I was telling you yesterday like I don't know where I would have fallen uh, had I not found the Recycle Garage, because I didn't know what was cool, what wasn't cool, I didn't know where to start, where not to start, and, like, I could have had, you know, I could have been riding down the street on a V-Star with a mohawk on my helmet, you know what I mean, and and, and just, like, this
4: mixing genres, bro. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying, but
0: how do I know, with, like, a cool icon thing that, like, Cycle Gear told me was cool and was on sale, and, you know, doing all these stuff, so it's like, you know, at that point, then you need, like, a crew, you need a, a good no, you set don't. of people because to kind of bring you in.
6: The uh, fact oh, that you ride go. a bike mm-hmm. makes you cool. To non- You're riding writers, a fucking yes. bike.
0: Yeah, to nine. What's writers.
6: uncool is not riding a motorcycle. This, this is true.
0: <laughs> agreed. You know, don't be such a snob, mate. <laughs> I don't know. Wait, listen. I don't know, like, cause like, no, just great. because I'm in the high seat doesn't make me, me on, on the high horse. We're I'm it, very yeah Did yeah, right. you see how she turned that
4: around? Yeah, you see what she did yeah. there? Yeah, you That's see what good. I
6: did? You see what I yes. I bit you. But just riding a bike... Just get out there and get on a
0: bike. That's cool. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Or am I wrong? No, 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 you're right. You're right. But uh, but I'm just to bring it back is that like through that I learned. You know, what I mean everybody has they they find yeah, their they, place they in motorcycling. Niche. They have been. So niche. at that point, yeah, yeah. like luckily we do everything in motorcycles. But one of the things that I enjoy doing is um, I don't wear fancy clothes and I don't have makeup and shit like that when I go out. The only place that I, I, uh, I dress he's up. He's
1: talking about you, Isaac. Yeah, he was. The <laughs> only
0: place I dress up is my, when I have comes to my motorcycle. I don't give a shit. Like I just like I like my motorcycle to look good, and that's where like I didn't know what I was doing, but I would just start to. Do you wear? makeup on your motorcycle? I do. Okay. But I have a full face helmet yeah. so that's for me. Make- <laughs> you know. But it has a mirror on the inside so I can make sure nothing's <laughs> getting black. Does,
4: does your motorcycle wear makeup?
0: It certainly does. Yeah. Uh, I want to ask <laughs> have you a seen question. It?
4: <laughs> yes. Yep. Um how did do you start wrenching and making custom bikes? Like at what age and what did you uh,
1: how did it start? Enough, we're going to do it. Again, are we going to do,
4: do it? Oh, we are.
0: Okay. So yeah, I'm sorry. That. But I'm bringing it back to, to yeah. a basket case. And, and yeah. you know, because I want to know, like, how you fell into, like, this niche and, and what makes you go in the direction
5: that you go. Uh, you're ta- referring to the magazine? You and the magazine because you are the magazine. Yeah. Um, well, you know, the, I kind of touched on it. It's come real natural and easy for us to put together the magazine because of where I'm at. You know, I I mentioned I ride for the Death Traps Motorcycle Club, but before all of that started you know i was hanging around with um a number of different guys in town and uh my i started on a sportster Mm -hmm. you know that Mm -hmm. that was my first real street bike uh i think i i told told you about it It was purple (laughs) it was was an 883 hugger and Mm -hmm. i got it from my uncle who had gotten it from uh some grandma it had 500 miles on it Mm. wow yep and i rode it like that until I learned how to ride comfortably and then I started adding my touches to it. Mm-hmm. You know, I was at my buddy Phil's house today and he has the tank that I painted rattle can spray mm-hmm. paint for the first time and it, it was the most hideous paint job ever. <laughs> but then it but was at cool. At that time it was so cool to me mm-hmm. and I was so hyped on it. You know, it was just like, oh yeah, and I proud, you know, roll up to work on that thing, like, check it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I did that. <laughs> this shit yep. feels good, man. Like I did that, you know. You know? Yeah. yeah. It, it it's one that's a you know, motorcycling and, and customizing, nobody's born with it. Nobody just has that. Nobody knows what knows what to do. They have to learn from somebody. And so I, you know, I've had my fair share of mentors over the years. And, you know, just having that, I'm not afraid to ask questions and raise my hand and get to know somebody and, and, you know, bounce my stupid questions that are probably sound stupid to somebody else, but they're important to me because I don't know them yet. You know, and, I don't uh, ask anyone questions here for that reason. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, that, that, there's no that's such thing as there.
1: a stupid question. Every Only fucking question people. you is
3: stupid.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, I, I wanted to know about the magazine. So, yeah. what's what's your typical reader like? What market are you looking for?
5: Uh, it's mostly the the custom. Builder. Custom Cust-
1: American or is metric coming no, too? No, no,
5: we're we're not biased by okay. any means. We are. I don't. I mean, look at the name, basket case. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, and the implications. Uh, yeah, you know it, it. It's an open genre. It, it's kind of like everybody, you know that. We relate to a lot of people and a lot of people relate to us just because we're not doing anything that hasn't been done but we're putting out stuff on features on clubs and on on builders on we have a, an artist feature in the magazine mm. we have an event feature in the magazine stuff that's like not really out there i mean born free is like so huge today yeah. everybody knows about born free but at the same time that's going on there's three or four runs in northern california happening so we get to kind of take over on that stuff and um you know it, it the the magazine and the run the run in particular is, is geared more towards uh the family man or mm-hmm. woman uh some, you're talking about the rolling santa the cruz Roland, santa cruz rolling. And where can people find that uh the information on, for the it. information is on our instagram which you know, is which is basket case magazine okay yeah at, and where can at, we find the magazine you can, you can locate that. There's a link on our Instagram page. Uh, we have a big cartel website that we, you know, if you have a PayPal account, you can order a magazine from there. We're currently sold out of issue one. Uh, issue number two should be hitting the press this week. Fuck yeah. And it's really exciting. There's a lot of cool stuff, and uh, I'd be happy to talk about some of that with you. Yeah, for sure. Let us know. Um, so the magazine is basically... Uh, we have a builder feature we have an artist feature we have an event feature and um, this next oh and a club feature that like I said you know we kind of base it after that color so this next issue is uh, we're featuring El Forestero motorcycle club from uh, back east Minnesota St. Paul's Sioux City I've gotten to know a few of those dudes via the interwebs and um uh getting to, to know them at you know some of the events here that they come out to mm-hmm. um they have a, a rich history in chopper culture i mean they are some of the founding members and they're still alive tom fugle yeah you know if you if you haven't heard of tom fugle look him up you know it's a great source of inspiration for anybody i think um So we got a a killer interview with him, lots of photos. um, He's getting old, too. I mean, he's getting up there, so he
0: kind of wants to, you know, he's got, like you said, a lot of information, a lot of history, and it's really great that people are trying to cover someone like that, because you know we can be um what do you call it uh it's a small group of people like the the motorcycling it's a small community and not small but you know it's not really out there but like somebody who does so much big stuff like that for such a long period Mm -hmm. of time it's fantastic
5: to get coverage for them and the the cool thing that i've gotten to know about doing this magazine Mm -hmm. is that these people are they're not unreachable Mm -hmm. you know um Mondo Porras is our, our builder feature from Denver's Choppers and he you know I have I have a cool story about meeting that guy just real briefly. Yeah, let's um, hear it. I was partying in Reno in the... Oh, this is the perfect it's, it's beginning of story.
3: Yeah.
0: story. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Oh. We rode all night to get there. It was, no. gets even better. We, we rode out there, a buddy of mine and I, and... Please tell
1: me there's a toothless hooker involved.
5: There, there was definitely strippers involved. <laughs> it's Reno. It was dark. He doesn't know about the teeth.
1: You're right. That was a redundant toothless yeah. and hooker.
5: So, right. so we... we hung out in reno we had been up all night you know we saw the sunrise over the the valleys to the east and we okay it's time to go home you know so we packed our bikes up and started heading south on the 395 and as we're going through we're just about to get to mount rose and we see off to the side there's a there's a, a warehouse and it says Denver's Choppers on the sign. I'm like, What? <laughs> and I look at my buddy and I'm like signal to him like, Hey, you know with, you know, all the hand signals we do when we're riding. <laughs> Holy. Yeah. It's uh, like
0: it's ASL on motorcycles. Yeah, exactly.
5: <laughs> so we we jam over and we get off the exit. We just barely made it onto the, the off ramp and had to you know, it took us a little bit to actually find the warehouse and we go and it was still pretty early in the morning and I think it was like eight o'clock in the morning and uh you know, knock on the door, nobody's home, but there's a phone number on the door. So I just fuck, you know, I fucking called the phone number, and he answered. Yeah. yeah. This is Mondo, Denver's Choppers. How can I help you? I'm like, hey man, we're. Uh, and he's yeah. Italian, right? No, no, no. Oh, he's not. No, no, he's uh, he he judges some contests out there in Italy. Does he act Italian? No. Okay. <laughs> Do you want him to be Italian? I would love for him to be.
0: Was he wearing loafers?
5: Yeah. Did he have?
0: <laughs> 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 Where's her Lamborghini in the background now?
5: <laughs> um, so he, he, you know, he answered the phone, and he's. I told him, I said, "Hey, we're just on our way down 395. Saw your shop and wanted to check it out." He said, um, "Pause for a second, He says, "Just hang tight. I'll be right there." You know, and he showed up about 15 minutes later. Pulls up in his truck, and we had our choppers parked out in front. And he got out, and he was, he was all over our bike. was like a dog sniffing butts. Man, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> like, a, like sniffing, sniffing my bike around and checking yep. it out. And I, I told him the same thing I told you guys when I pulled up. Like, don't look too close. You're gonna, you're gonna see all the zip ties holding everything together. Totally. <laughs> um but he was just so warm and genuine and open with with who he was and where he'd been in the history that that i got to witness that day i mean i walked in those doors and there's the the bike that was in the 30th anniversary easy rider magazine yeah Yeah, um uh, and it was also featured in the david mann painting um he david mann did a painting for the easy riders 30th anniversary yeah uh, i remember seeing that so much rich history denver mullins's bike was in there you know where denver's choppers came from and um you know, you get to hear a lot more information on Denver's choppers in the next issue. If you got, if you uh, happen to check it out, pick yeah. it up. There's yeah, a lot we there. We got room for more right here next to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and. Um, what else we got in the mag? We got the the photographer feature. Wait, tell me about what he said to you about Italy, though. The, oh. I, I want to know about. Oh my
1: about. god! There's uh, you're stuck on this Italy <laughs> thing, yeah. aren't
0: you? you <laughs> totally. like Italian, yeah, I love it. Italian dudes. You know. Did <laughs> he have say? a
1: salad with Italian dressing? <laughs> yeah.
5: Was it a baguette or is that French? <laughs> That's no, French. baguette. French. Oh, all right. We'll all right.
1: digress. What was your question, Mike?
5: So yeah, talking about the the Italian connection. So Mondo, <laughs> he is a. Master Bike Builders, he's part of the Master Bike Builders Association, International Master Bike Builders Association. And so what he does is he goes around the world and tours with this organization and judges custom motorcycle competitions. And um, he told me that while he was back in Italy, there was a... A number of warehouses that he got to walk through and they were like back alley you know you wouldn't know all of this stuff was in there and he tells me kind of gives me the little like mental tour of this place with him you know the back alley there's you know all these homeless dudes and rats the size of raccoons out there it sounds like brooklyn back in the day (laughs) yeah yeah like the possum possum (laughs) so um but the walls were lined with Original Milwaukee Iron. You know, we're talking hmm. knuckleheads, flat heads, uh, panhead, shovel heads. You know, from from start to finish, they're just right. the Italians have eaten these motors up hmm. from us Americans, and really? and I I blame Craigslist entirely. So they're trying to corner. The, they're trying to corner <laughs> the market. Then, well, you know, they're not. I don't know if they're trying to corner it, but they're definitely investing. You know, huh. um, because what I do know about you know you could buy something here in america off of craigslist for pennies on the dollar and if you can, if you have the ability to ship it overseas, they're selling it, you know, times ten yeah. or times yeah. six or
0: whatever it is. Yeah, I I mean, I've talked to Mary's family, and they say like motorcycles are twice or yeah. three times as it's much as like ours. Cars I, in
4: Cuba. I, just, I need
9: you know. to start to get some of those Italian investors around my <laughs> shop. because yeah. Harley Davidsons are multiplying like bunnies yeah. around there. So, yeah. 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 Right. I just sold
5: a Dodge, uh, kind of uh, classic truck van conversion thing uh, mm-hmm. to a guy from germany and he bought it from me off of craigslist wow uh, he organized the shipping you know sure. i you know you always include on your ads on craigslist i, I buy uh not gonna pay for shipping but if you yeah. want to go ahead and take care of that it's on you and he did man he, did you think it wasn't real though at first Were until, you like, is this a scam <laughs> until he contacted me and he was actually out here huh. he was here on vacation and so he came and found me and said, "Okay, I'm gonna have my shipper come." He gave me cash, money, boom. You now here's here's the amount. Um, my shipper will be here next week. And sure enough, one week later. Wait, so that's this Craigslist shit is real sometimes? Oh, then, yeah. When they say like
0: I'm on a military base, but you know, if you take this check, <laughs> oh, and I'll no. send you. I'm the in, thing in the Merchant hanging. Marines. No, no. I'll be gone. The Prince of Arabia of is gonna yeah, come yeah, and yeah, cash right, his yeah, check, yeah, and you're yeah, like, yeah. so sometimes <laughs> that's real then. So, All right. Uh,
5: does it, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, don't most of the time, actually. No shit. So, yeah. Uh, One other thing in the – let me just talk – a couple more subjects on the magazine. You can talk as
1: long as you want about the magazine. We, yeah, that's man. what you're here for, we, bro. We, we, yeah. ha,
5: we have a photographer feature. Now, Holly Anderson is our resident photographer. Also, Lee Bender. Okay. Lee Bender is another friend of ours who has kind of just jumped right in the mix. He's, you guys are all local. Uh, Lee Lee's from San Francisco, Indiana originally, but he's a, he's a solid dude. Look him up. That's a good name for a custom build. Wait, was he there yesterday? Yeah, Lee, Lee was there yesterday. He was yesterday he's actually, yeah. he used to be... He still is, but he, he was a great skateboarder.
0: Wait, did he have yeah. red hair?
5: Uh, no. Wait, he has a short hair. Because I, I was talking to some hair. guy yeah. from Indiana yesterday. That, that was his Italian? buddy. That was his buddy. His buddy was there, too. I asked him if he was Italian. He didn't want to yeah, answer. he was an Italian. <laughs> redheaded Italian. Hey, <laughs> yeah, you fucking guy. So, <laughs> so the, the yeah. photographer feature, we have uh, Cicero de Guzman. Junior.
1: That sounds like a made up name. Stop it.
5: No. He might be Italian.
3: <laughs>
5: <laughs> that I'm not sure. That's I've my boy. Ne- I've never personally met him, but what I do know of him is that he is like the Ansel Adams of the chopper scene today. Yeah, He is oh. just insane. His, his, everything about his work is phenomenal. And I highly suggest, if you're on Instagram, you look up Godspeed 4506. I believe that's it. His, I know Godspeed is correct, but, um, uh, Check him out. Cicero de Guzman Jr., he's he's our photographer feature this next issue, and it's mind-blowing. Some of the stuff that we are printing for him, you know, featuring of his is just... I can't wait to share it with everybody. It's It's that cool. exciting.
1: So I'm curious to know, what is the newest trends, and what are some of the hot builders now?
5: Oh... Well, yeah, what's popular go, in, in custom? You tell me you went to Born Free 8. Hey, hey, hey. No, you know, <laughs> you
0: we know, were talking about, you know, that was pretty commercialized. It's getting commercialized, that's like it. you said.
5: That, I but, mean, but you want to talk about trendy, you want to talk about who's out there and who's in the spotlight today, that's it. Everybody who is anybody in the scene today is at Born Free and they're mm-hmm. showcased there.
1: So it's the latest trend kind of retro, like, 70s? It's, it's gone
5: full circle again, yeah, yeah. It's back to the narrow. I mean, back in the 60s and Really 70s. narrow bike. Back in, I should say, just the sixty. There's the really small, skinny show bikes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the Ryan. Uh, I'm spacing his last name. Three G Nuck on on uh, Instagram. Ryan Gossman, I think he mm-hmm. he lives in Martinez, and he is a phenomenal oh, bike builder. I know the shop in Martinez. I don't know if he has a shop.
3: No.
1: Uh, there is a custom builder in Martinez I pass all the time.
5: Yeah. He, he, he was showcased last year. He, he brought back to life the Quicksilver, okay. which was a Dean Lanza build mm-hmm. from the 60s. Dean Lanza was a very, uh, you know, he worked with Ed Roth a lot. And he, mm-hmm. he... Daddy himself. Yeah. He worked on a lot of a lot of the, the kind of movie bikes and stuff like that that were featured back in the day. So, um, Ryan... F- ryan found that motorcycle there's a he has a killer documentary on the resurrection of that bike um another thing i would suggest to to track down if you're interested um he brought it back to life put put in a a panhead motor i believe no knuckle Uh, look it up Mm.
1: And so, like the guys who came today from Lane Split Boulevard, yeah, you did see them on the Honda Shadows. Mm. Some of them were bobbers, some of them were, were yeah, the
0: Vlx Six Were cafes.
1: What are some of the bikes you're seeing? The trends now, the the engines are using.
0: Well,
5: yeah. Um, well, we it, just start out by
0: saying the winner of Born Free, the big build builder was wasn't it a CB? Um,
5: that was the was double engine. The double engine Honda. CB750, right? Yes. Yeah, Japanese builder.
0: Yeah, they're yeah, stacked one in front of the other. I, yeah.
5: I didn't make it to Born Free this year, but I did see a lot of coverage on it. I oh, so, yeah. couldn't miss it. Yeah, you know, we. it seems like today the, the Harleys are, you know, we talked about them going out mm-hmm. to Italy and, and being shipped overseas, and they're just getting harder and harder to find. I mean, <clears throat> a knucklehead motor today, you'd be hard-pressed to find one for less than $10,000. Yeah. Jesus. Just for the motor, you know? yeah. Yeah. and and that's it's a shame. And you see a rat
0: bike with a knucklehead motor on it, you're like, oh, that that bike's like kind of beat up a little bit, but yeah, but that just but the engine. The thing. motor is
5: what sells it, yeah. yeah. So wow. I mean, but and and rewind what ten years ago, twelve years ago, fifteen years ago, and those things were a dime a dozen. Yeah. They they were yeah. going for about as much as a flathead is going for today. Hmm. And so because of that that kind of spike in price and everybody eating up those motors. The typical garage builders and people around the house are going to to honda shadows or to i mean one of the big things you see is the yamaha the xs650 yeah, yeah the
1: xs650s are all getting
5: chopped yeah. up yeah I, I i've built two choppers okay. out mm-hmm. of xs650s <laughs> i've gotten to know that motor you know i rebuilt one from top to bottom and and I can't, you know, I I have nothing but good things to say about that No, that's a great motor.
1: Is there a a bike, an engine that you think is being underutilized? (laughs) Like, a lot of people were discovering the Virago engines for a while and using those. Is there anything that you kind of have your eye on, you know, that you think may be a, a next trend?
5: Um We'll probably see another I mean, I don't know. I, I'm no I mean professional. the shadows is new to uh, me. The the C B seven fifties are a great reliable motor, you know, and are
1: you talking about the old vintage C B seven fifties or the Nighthawks?
9: No. The, well, the, the, the vintage, single overhead cams. Yeah, single yeah, overhead the, cams. So
1: those those have been a part of the custom mm-hmm. scene for well decades.
0: Yeah, but the Honda Shadows are a V twin, so it's like an no, easy exactly. way to get a knockoff like V twin custom looking like bike. You know, and if you don't know much about bikes and you see these guys riding down the street with these loud pa and you look at it and it's all bobbed out or chopped out you're like oh is that a harley like you know that's like a common question people ask you with the people come up to you on my fucking bike and be like oh it's a harley <laughs> <And> i'm like <laughs> because it's just a v20 yeah. you know what i mean it's like a thing
1: i, I like i Sweet really appreciate head,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> i really appreciate the builders who use something not as common Absolutely. like um, yeah. was it um, roland or Corey ness who was using like uh, like a dirt bike engine and well,
5: Roland's done a whole bunch Roland. of two-strokes. Yeah, yeah,
9: yeah.
5: yeah. He's like, done a bunch oh, of two-strokes. Two-stroke yeah, two two yeah, attack right? is one yeah. of them. Two-stroke yeah. attack um, is like a... The guy Slim from Slim's Fabrication Shop, he does some wild stuff. He did yeah. a, a KZ, some kind of two-stroke bike. It was pretty pretty sick. He, he's another one of the dudes that... I, I don't think he's quite involved in the Born Free show nowadays, but he's definitely down at the Hippie Killer Run and mm-hmm. some of the other Southern California stuff. But he's, if,
9: I'm... Totally not aware of Born Free, only because I'm from Cleveland, and we have a very limited number of people that don't do go bad. out to Born Free. You're right. <laughs> exactly. I don't apologize much. <laughs> the, uh, But it does seem to be that a lot of the folks that I know who are in Chopper Clubs are saying that Born Free and Burning Man have the same problem. Totally. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> okay. something that I've been hearing also. And that's what I've heard just locally around the campfire. And... It's because anytime anything becomes so, and I'm not even going to say commercialized, because there is a money making element to it. Right. There's you know a lot of product being sold, a lot of merch being sold, but there's also just it's sucking people in that are going. Well, we saw it in the '90s with the fifty thousand dollar ass jewelry bike. Yeah. the guy that could buy the bike with the you know three hundred series back tire on it and a ridiculous cartoonish build, you know that wasn't the guy you really wanted to hang out with. And if that guy and twenty six of his friends invaded the bar that you like to hang out and drink in, things weren't fun there anymore. Yeah, I did.
5: I, you know, I went to Born Free last year, and I noticed a number of, and I'm I'm holding up my fingers in quotation signs here, mm-hmm. bike builders walking mm-hmm. around in those really fancy jeans with like the fancy back pockets. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so there is that that element of of it's like Coachella quote, but with I'm motorcycles quote, biker yeah. there. <laughs> You know but hey to to each their own uh, I was at I went to born free one and two and three and but it was like
0: in a field and it was just a bunch of people
5: it was it was literally in at somebody's shop they had paps beer donate two pallet of it. Yeah. two pallets of, of beer oh <laughs> and there was three vendors there yeah three vendors and they were set up in pop-up tents with uh fold-out tables and a couple items there but the whole thing was about bring your bike in show up hang out party it was kind of like how the rolling was yesterday yeah. you know just a good time show up but now well, that's why I showed
0: up for your thing because it's what it's kind of seemed like yeah you know between you and these lane split guys that that, that we hooked up with they did their own builds <coughs> with these uh, these shadows and Oh. That's what Mary and I went to last week because it was like they they just like they're like well, let's have our own little competition. It'll be like the builders and they kind of modeled it after that. But it was cool because there's was like friends and family that showed up. They invited me and Mary and I was excited, so I, I built the bobber and brought it there. Yeah, because they invited me and it was just like that. It was it was actually like a little bit more authentic. We had a good time and everybody yeah. kind of. Everybody's you know? welcome, you know. And you have, have.
5: uh sorry. Go ahead. Uh, have
4: you ever heard of the dirt bag challenge in San Francisco? I have, and it's
5: Be- amazing. Yeah? Yeah, yeah that's we, we go to that
9: every year Those and guys yeah. are awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Phil,
1: are you coming back for that? Yeah. Yeah,
9: that's that is one of the best experiences I've ever had as a person who does try I mean we love absolute shit boxes <laughs> <laughs> we've done so many $500 challenges that makes your head spin and we forget them and we forget it's a $500 it. bike <laughs> and we sell it and it gets passed three or four hands down Craigslist and it comes back into the shop as a $3,000 bike right? because yeah. uh, everybody just adds their own little love to it and their own dollar signs but yeah. that that fucking the dirt bag challenge is one of those amazing things it's really cool I had so much fun there
5: Yeah, pretty cool event
0: I think that uh, my thing that I've seen as customs uh, is just as far as being relatively newer to bikes and did and the whole scene like he hasn't been in it forever, so you've probably seen a tons of stuff, and then you know more people who have educated you even better than me. But one thing that kind of rings true to me is, like she was saying, is after the recession, you know, nobody was buying bikes, so we all know that the uh, corporations and, you know, they stopped kind of putting out this uh, distributing all these newer
9: bikes and stuff. So people weren't buying stuff, right? Am I correct? Yeah, it did. The market flattened out for a long time, and that really hurt creativity. Yeah. Uh, creativity dropped dramatically. Everybody's cookie cutter in bikes, they were the same thing. Mm-hmm. And then when we got a little, more, uh, a little more money came back into the game, And there was a bounce in the Harley Davidson industry, especially. There was a period of time when it was Dr. Lawyer Indian Chief buys a Harley Davidson. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so they did, that got to their head. And what they did was they created 400 sub models. So now you have to have an alphabet and a slide rule to understand what kind of bike your buddy's riding. FX, yeah. I, I, I wish <laughs> to God, like, some of, them, some of them, there is actually a D-bag. I mean, there. That's no. not, I'm not making that up. <laughs> there is a D-bag? a D-bag? Yes, there is. The fuck it? Yeah. Wow. But we've got, I've just gotten to the point with that thing where I think that one of the reasons that it might be, hurt is that we have ascribed a rule book to it. So there's a certain thing, it's like, if you want to have this type of a chopper, if you want to have this kind of a bobber, or you want to have this kind of a bike, you have to abide by these seven rules. So you have to have these seven rules to do it, and what that does is that stifles creativity. Right. And I think the more that you can just be like, let's make the bike goal-oriented. Let's say, well, this right. is the bike that I'm building to do this Fucked up job, yeah, purpose. Dude. And I'm gonna build this other bike to do this thing, and I want this bike to be my parade float, garbage truck, 97 chrome <laughs> balls on it. You know, uh, that's that's great because as long as we're building, you go to a bike night. We have bike nights at Quaker Steak and Lube, and it's just an epic failure. You go there and you could lose your soft tail. You'll never find right. your soft tail ever again. Yeah, you know, what Can you describe your motorcycle? Yeah, no. It's a silver soft tail. Well, you're fucked, because there's 5,000 of them here. They all look exactly the same. I'm sorry. Which pipes did yours have on it? <laughs> yeah, the yeah. Squawk and Eagle. Yeah, well, what I was saying is I think <laughs> it's just that people you know, are trying to do stuff on a budget, so that's
0: why people are going to the cheaper metric models that are easier to customize. And this guy had a fantastic bike out there. $2,000, everything, you know, with the full customization on it, plus the, the cost of the bike. So that's kind of what I was what hey, I was going towards. But, hey, Mike. Yep. Yeah. What time is it? It's time for the
4: Craigslist Sport Pick of the Week! Shit boxes, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh, going Who with loves the, the shitbox yeah going with the theme of custom uh casual yeah. encounters <laughs> yeah, ca- we found this one in casual encounters and
1: josh we'd like to get your opinion do you think this is a good candidate for a chopper build let's
0: find out so what we have here is a uh 1983 1000 <laughs> cc uh do i don't know, know what, what the fuck is? you would call that
3: well
1: I know exactly what it is. Phil will know yes, what it is if I show him the picture from here. Oh, yeah. That is a cb 1000
9: cb 1000 And it's a 10-speed, too.
1: It's a 10-speed. Paint a 10 color
0: speed. custom. Speed. Paint yeah, color mm-hmm. custom. It's got two close. Title Remember, status missing. Transmission manual. Is that
1: your Clearly. old bike? No, <laughs> I so, swear to fucking God. You no, know. I had the CB900. This is a CB1000. Yeah. This is the last year.
0: So would this be worth it uh, for $1,000 to make a custom bike out of? or dollars That's $500. Handstand. Oh, $500. Sorry. 500 yeah. So. Well, it beats Phil's, uh, you know, $100 Yeah. C- C- CC, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So
5: You're way ahead of the game, man. Yeah. Mike, yeah.
1: did it state the um, this title status or registration? Missing.
5: That's always my favorite. There's like no question. information. The title's $1,000 right there. You got a title that's $1,000. There, <laughs> there are some loopholes. Thank God for Vermont. Yeah, Vermont yeah. is the secret <laughs>
9: weapon, <man. laughs> That's my state. <laughs> represent. So yep. If you don't know about Vermont, talk to somebody with a shifty-looking motorcycle and a green license plate. They'll yeah. tell you all about Vermont. Yes. <laughs> I, have, I have both of those. Yes.
1: So, Josh, are you familiar with the CB1000C? Uh,
9: you know, I have never ridden one. All right.
1: So it's a double transmission, uh, double shifter, Twice 10-speed. The headache. And it's a yeah. drive shaft rear, so...
0: 10-speed, oh. did you hear no. that? No,
6: what they actually do, <laughs> it is it is a 10-speed, but yeah. it's not a 10-speed. It 5-high-low. It's, it's, well. it's, it's got a 5-speed, and then it's got a high-low shift... So it's kind of like, like a 5-and-2 the front. And it's, yeah. front. Yeah, it's like an 18-wheeler. Yeah.
1: Now, like so, exactly. 18 if, it, yeah. if it's a drive shaft, does that kind of eliminate the possibility for, for you? For a
5: chopper status? Yeah. It's kind of hard to hardtail a drive shaft, I've seen it done, but... Um, you you I have don't, to put I like do, a
1: single sided swing arm on
5: there. The, what I do like about that bike is yeah. the Penistar rims that are on there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. You, you like that?
1: Yeah.
5: You buy it just for the rims? Then. I would. Well, maybe not. Well, <laughs> five hundred bucks, you know? Yeah, chop cult that shit all day long. <laughs> there you yeah. go, turn into a yeah. dirt bike.
0: Dude, I yeah.
1: might have some of those sitting around <laughs> there. <laughs> yeah,
0: are you sure that's not your bike? It's, it's not my bike. Kind of looks like
5: it.
1: So so five hundred dollars. Is this a deal or no deal?
5: Uh, I would not buy that for five hundred dollars. Okay.
1: I don't know. I've, you know, I would say I think it is kind of a cool engine, and it's that really long engine.
9: I have astronomically bad luck with Dohawk motors. Mm. So that particular motor, we've seen more of those come in without getting lubed to the top end. And people also Uh, think that because it's a Honda, the valves never need adjusted. Ever, ever, ever. So the bike comes in with 42,000 miles on it. It's making just crazy noise. Yeah. Mm. And you do get to the point where you're like, okay, that's kind of a job. You Mm. know, that's they're, when they're running sweet, they're pretty amazing. Uh, as far as the shaft drive goes, it's an un- unbeatable transmission.
1: But you can convert it to change.
9: <coughs> no, not actually, because the way the drive comes it's $500, out of that. five hundred
0: dollars, why the fuck would you want
9: to? Yeah, right? just leave it. Just leave it be shaft drive. And if you want to weld in some bars, so you can be a rigid guy, you, know, you can weld many, in some bars and be a rigid guy.
6: Many many years ago, um, there was a French company called Moto Martin. I mm. suppose actually the French would so be Moto Martin, mm. and oh, they did. Chain drive conversion, yes, <laughs> yeah, kind of a job. <laughs> they did chain drive conversions for a lot of the shaft drive bikes because because they were doing like full on race frames. These weren't cafe racer frames; these were race frames, and back in the seventies yamaha xs11 kz 1300 shaft drive well the first thing you want to do if you want to build a speedy bike is you chuck the shaft because you lose so much power right oh you know you're losing 20 percent of your your crank power through a shaft Mm -hmm. so you throw it away and put a chain on it no but they were very complex kits i bolted one on an xs1100 and it was friggin nightmare
1: i'll tell you what josh one thing to consider a bike like that would be a cool donor. do you remember years ago when uh jesse james did a i think it was a honda but he had the drive shaft and he had the exposed shaft and he put the
4: a disc rotor on he put the a
1: rotor in the middle the of the shaft so the brake was on the drive shaft i thought that was Whoa. kind of clever yeah, i'm not saying it was functional
9: but hey It's another wonderful idea stolen by Jesse James from an agriculture Mm -hmm. industry. (laughs) (laughs) Anybody who's ever driven a tractor knows that shit exists. (laughs) It's been around for about 150 years.
1: There's something to be said about (laughs) something different and taking a challenge on.
5: I get the feeling you really like Jesse James.
1: No, but... Um, Jesse James got did you got see the, the most exposure. on back the $100 with
5: bill of
1: all the chopper builders 10 years ago he got the most exposure
5: yeah of course yeah no. hey, he jumped um, all over the TV bandwagon yeah I think yeah. it was yep. more of like a um, reality TV kind
0: of and then he, what did he wasn't he with uh, Sandra Bullock Yes, he oh, was. No, who cares? He this was all up biggest, in that shit. How you made.
2: doing, huh? Are, are we really <laughs> having this conversation? Right, I was going to say, having this oh, conversation. Man, I don't want to be this a is this. is
1: Mike stating hmm. everything he knows about yeah, Jesse Jones. No,
0: hold on, but did, did, did you think, <laughs> do you think he got Sandra to ride? I thought this was a motorcycle bike. Oh <laughs> ride
1: <my> what? <laughs>
5: exactly. <laughs> hey, Mike, go, go in
1: my kitchen. Look at my fridge at the picture of the bike with the airplane uh, the, engine.
5: Oh yeah oh. the radio. Oh with the radio I said. Yeah.
1: Not everything he did was shit. There were some things no, that were hey, really cool.
5: Jesse James, aside from all the the T V drama, <laughs> he is a phenomenal fabricator. Yes. He, right. is. Exactly. he is amazing. <laughs> he's making freaking kitchen knives today.
3: <laughs> hey you know Nock Damascus forged
5: yeah. kitchen knives. Wow. So does Knock. Now you got competition.
1: So what do we got next, Mike?
0: Well, let's get to know. Let's get to know our guest
5: tonight, Josh.
1: Yeah, so this is time now to learn more about the man behind the magazine to find out, does he know his shit or not?
5: I'm a Libra. I like blonde. (laughs) 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 Well, okay, so where where are you from? Where are you from? Uh, Born in Idaho and here in Santa Cruz from about age nine on. (laughs) Cool. I've definitely bounced all around. I've I've moved away from Santa Cruz more times than I can count, and always told myself I would never come back Your to this boomerang. place. <laughs> but there's something about Santa Cruz that has just always well, drawn me. Once
1: back. the rent got high enough, you decided to come back.
5: Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I'm I'm stuck here now. I have I have three kids. Ah, I have a loving that's... wife, and uh, we have planted our roots. Yeah. So. Cool. For you guys. Like it or not, you're stuck. Yeah, yeah. Right. But you know, Santa Cruz is Santa Cruz, man. It's it's a love hate relationship. Really. And let's yeah. let's
1: start with the basics. What's the
5: first bike you ever had? Sportster. KDX eighty.
1: There you go.
5: You're wrong, Mike. You wanna go Fuck what you. you wanna go to. Was the it first green bike? or green? It was green. It was green. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we used to ride that thing all over Cow Hill up above uh, Real Del Mar Elementary here in, in Aptos back before it was developed. Yeah, Ken almost got arrested for doing that last week, huh? (laughs) So, first street bike, definitely, it was that that purple Sportster. You know, it was a purple Sportster, 883, and um, a hugger, and I effectively... I raised it. I added suspension. I did yep. the the twelve hundred kit. And I, you know, all the bolt on Harley stuff that we the talked about. The best thing you
9: can do for that bike. You know, <laughs> there's I, a good motorcycle hiding in there. Yeah. You <laughs>
5: know, <laughs> hey, I have nothing bad to say yeah. about an eight eight three. Yeah. With the 1200 kit, right. With 883 heads still on it, yep. Mm-hmm. Because uh, just the way the math that works out from that 10 to 1 compression, I believe, yep. and it's uh, a
9: very good way to build a, an economy hot rod motor I because those fast. kits are cheap and easy to install. Yeah, they're,
5: mm-hmm. I think it was about yep. seven, nine hundred bucks, yep. something like that. It was uh, a good deal. But that, you know, I from there, I I, I started hanging around with the death traps about. Um, 2008 and those guys you know they're you're building to another level they're, those guys are amazing um, but they're not building for show they're not building for um, you know it's a purpose driven uh, motorcycle that, that's being ridden and it's all based after the 60s 70s style choppers and it's a lifestyle for the, for those guys and you know I was hooked instantly <laughs> yeah. and um, I I brought my sportster up there to the Death Traps clubhouse and <clears throat> I I paid for a uh I think it was like a $300 hardtail kit and we hacked off my the the ass end of my bike and welded on the hardtail and I remember specifically they wouldn't let you leave without it. Jonathan told me, <laughs> you know, it was kind of one of those deals where like, you know, I was had to ride at home, you know. So <laughs> <laughs> I ended up, up Sounds vaguely a, familiar. I stayed up there for about a week and a half <laughs> and uh, got to know them pretty well wow. and you know the i remember specifically jonathan the president of the death traps asked me said uh, are you sure you want to do this because <laughs> it, it'll never be the same again. Right. It's yeah. like
0: somebody standing with you at the top of a roller coaster, holding your shoulder, yeah. asking you that question. I think and I recently did
1: that fierce. to Mike.
0: What? What he told me? Sorry, go yeah, ahead.
1: Say so I'd recently said the same thing to Mike when he started chopping up his bike. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: they did. They yeah. just stand yeah. there like, "You sure you want to?" She sure I was like, "Get the fuck away from me!" Yeah. <laughs> I fucking I watched the video. <laughs> <laughs> I, watched I got this it on
5: YouTube.
0: <laughs> yeah, motherfuckers.
5: Yeah, I the I guy did. in Poland did this. I can do it. Where? When he told me he said you know it's never gonna be the same again you know i look back on that comment today and he was absolutely fucking right because that changed my life <laughs> hard tailing my motorcycle and not only did it did it change the way i ride and the perceived motorcycles but it changed uh it changed my whole mentality around it because I learned that motorcycle inside and out from that point i mean oh, i was yeah. just all hands-on like Every nut and bolt I turned, I did all of the maintenance on it. I was just like, you know, when I have friends today that that want to get into motorcycling or have never had a bike but they want to learn, like, what kind of bike should I get? You know, you should build one, right? You know, you, you Built, should uh, build one. Start with a frame or a wire, and just slowly piece it together because that's the best thing you could do for yourself. Because you will break down. Exactly. And it's good to know how to fix it on the side of it. The- that's how I started. Yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah. But yeah. you
6: know, what he should have said to you, it's not... It'll never be the same. You should have said, "You'll never be the same." Yeah, that was the turning point of your life. It it sounds like yeah, so deep. Yeah,
4: (laughs) you know. at the door, man.
6: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Fucking (laughs) fucking tofu. Do you
0: have any? uh, Do you have any interesting crash stories or any any?
5: uh, God, yeah. um, What's your best crash story? Because there had to have been a learning curve with the hardtail. Yeah. Well, I, you know, let's see. The ones
1: I like the best are the ones where you fucked up, not the bike. St.
5: Saint, yeah. Saint Patrick's Day, <laughs> 2009. Oh, this is going to be good. He knows the date. On the bike, I, yeah, there's it, it was a fucked up story. I had my girlfriend on the back of the bike, and we Cause had ladies not, love
2: hardtails. They do. <laughs>
5: We had been we had been drinking, you know. We've been partying and rolling, and, and uh, oh you know, Irish car bombs on St. Patrick's Day, right? <laughs> And you know, anyways, we coming in on Mission Boulevard, Mission Street here in Santa Cruz, and and. I locked up the rear brake to try and slow down a little faster and, and kind of show off a little bit and yeah. with the added weight on the back the Ooh. whole ass end went out and we were only doing 25, 30 miles an hour. That's enough. But it was enough and the, the, the bike went skidding down. Um, we had stopped sliding down the street right in front of my buddy's house who lived on mission street and i look around you know and i go run up and i knock on the door and there's all my homies sitting on the couch i'm like are you drunk (laughs) <laughs> Have you been question. drinking? No? Okay, put on my helmet and go out there and act like you just crashed my bike for me.
9: Oh, <laughs> Boy, that's a friend. Yeah, That's yeah. a serious friend. He
5: didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. I will not name names. What's, but... uh, what's your
2: name again? <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck are you? Yeah.
5: <laughs> so, you know, everybody was okay that the girlfriend was a little banged up. I got a DUI that oh, night oh, and Jesus. lost my license and, uh, yeah, that. did he impound the bike? The bike was impounded. Eesh. Yeah. No, nobody really cares about anything else. Really. Like, How's the bike? How, yeah. yeah when am, am I getting it get back? It didn't. It didn't high side or roll or anything. It just, just slid. Yeah. So you know, the left side, you know, it was all scraped up. My pipes were okay. So. <laughs> <laughs>
9: uh, I'm not giving this advice as any sort of a licensed former law enforcement professional, <laughs> but if you ever find yourself in that situation again, go in the house and drink as much as you can drink as fast as you can yeah right (laughs) so that when the police officers show up you're properly good and fucked up to to kill the pain obviously and they say well when the crash happened I was stone sober but when you crash a motorcycle you need to drink
5: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, trust me, my my mind was racing a thousand miles. <laughs> yeah, <hours>. yeah. <laughs> <The> adrenaline's <laughs> kicking. You don't know what you're <laughs> like,
0: Ugh,
9: like. Yeah, that was a pretty good run though. Yeah. So, so if you
1: crash in front of someone else's house and go knock on the door, and ask I would for always a six say beer.
9: if you ever crash anywhere and you know you were drunk when it happened, you better make yourself real drunk real fast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because so what are they like going to say got, if they roll up and you're you're like drinking? You're the like best yeah, I'm DUI, drinking right <laughs>
9: The best DUI the best DUI test in the world can't tell you when you got drunk. Yeah. Right. So if it happened after you rolled over the F-150 for the fourth time. You, know, oh, boy, you probably or earned it. I'd it rather just,
5: have a drunken public than a DUI
9: anyway. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Drunken, drunken disorderly is nothing compared to That's a, a bike you'll never buy. $5,000 $5, ticket. You know what I mean? So I've got a question
1: for you. What is one of your proudest accomplishments on a biker with bike
5: biking? Um, let's see. I mean,
0: meeting, meeting builders, like you're saying? Becoming
5: or? a death trap was... Yeah. That's my biggest accomplishment um it it was a long road to get there for me you know that DUI set me back because in order to be a club member you have to be of mm, good standing right so that set me back and then you know some local political issues of me living in Santa Cruz and the club being from Sonora mm. um also kind of stood in the way but over time you know I was able to prove myself and get my my life back on track and uh, you know um that, you know, I kind of got to throw the club pitch in there, but... Uh, no, 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 that's the, pretty cool. uh, As far as building motorcycles goes, uh, three years ago at the Hippie Killer, uh, the Hippie Killer Hoedown in Southern California, <laughs> Cuddy Note Boom puts on this event down there. It's pretty rad, cars and bikes and a lot of custom stuff happening. It's a good
2: party.
5: Yeah, it's a killer party. And, and I was chosen by um, Von Franco... As um, his, the Von Franco Award, I was given for my motorcycle, and at that event, I was interviewed by um, interviewed by Chop Colt, and had had a you know something put up about my motorcycle on on their website, and it was all you know it was a great day for me. This bike, this one, in a different. Form. Awesome.
1: Well congratulations.
5: Yeah. That bike seen many That's facelifts.
3: Cool. Hmm. cool.
1: We've got one more question for you. Yeah.
5: yeah. So bring it. Um
0: and just 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 be very careful how you answer this question because we <laughs> might have it here. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what what would if you what would be your up the butt bike? A bike that might be un- unattainable to you right now, but if somebody would offer that exchange it's for you to have that bike
1: and would this be a bike that you would modify or a bike that you want already completed i'm curious yeah
5: that's a good question i figured so my buddy wolf from sonora Mm -hmm. he found you know the the glory story barn find Mm -hmm. and, um, and it's this blue generator shovel it's a 66 i believe and it's in a swing arm frame uh very custom it's blue metallic blue with gold flames all original i mean it was a show bike back in the 60s wow and it sat in somebody's barn literally up until recently when when he found it it has this long you know um sirianni front end you know Mm -hmm. has the sirianni forks uh with the front end that's really long it's just it's a beautiful bike and Every time I go up there, I'm like, hey, what are you doing with that thing?
0: Yeah. Does he say the same thing to would, you? Hey, what are you doing with that thing? I would, we can
5: make the exchange. I would I would take it up the butt for that. <laughs> <laughs> Wolf, are you listening? What yes. if he told you Wolf was outside right now with the bike? <laughs> Wolf,
2: come on in. Yeah, come on in. Show him what he's won. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's I mean, awesome.
5: I, that's one of those bikes, though, that he'll he'll probably never get rid of. And, yeah. um, but hopefully someday... And I do hope he listens to this. Hopefully he will bring it back to life and put it out there for everybody to enjoy.
9: Do you I'm just glad to... you didn't say Britain, because everybody says Britain when they ask hey, that question. That is a butt-worthy bike. I'm just saying. but It obviously has a lot of appeal, but I'm just glad you didn't say Britain.
0: <laughs> um, do you want to give a shout-out to you know to your magazine, tell people where they can find you, and, uh, you know. <laughs> prepare my anus. <laughs> what are
5: you <laughs> So, if
1: somebody's interested in finding out about your magazine, where do they go to do that? (laughs) Um,
5: So, the magazine, you know, we we have only. We haven't done any marketing really for the magazine. Well, you we, are
1: right now, buddy.
5: Yeah, this is probably the first thing that we've done for the magazine. Nice. Can uh, hey, we support our? Yeah. How, yeah. We, how and can I we support it. you?
0: How can we get this thing, you know, to so, a broader audience?
5: Any listeners that are out there, if you're on Instagram, check us out, Basketcase Magazine, on the Instagram. Um, there's a link at the top of our our profile there. Uh, that will take you to our Big Cartel website that you can purchase magazines. And upcoming soon, we will have uh, merchandise as well. Uh, Shirts, hats, stupid shit, you know. Um, We also have a Facebook page that does have the link on there as well. Uh, It's just Basket Case Magazine.
9: I know I came in late, but this is an actual printed paper magazine that I can... Yeah. Mm -hmm. Whoa, that's very cool, man.
5: Yeah, yeah. Because
9: I know, like, some of the Iron iron and Air stuff that's kind of went... That was big format, and now it went back to digital, didn't it?
5: Yeah, we're staying far away from the digital.
9: Yeah, it's got yeah. it's like a, vin-
5: a
0: very vintage
5: looking print yeah. is not dead.
0: Yeah, it's that's good. Cool. That's it's real fantastic. fucking cool. That's really good. It I almost mean. looks like you picked the magazine up from the seventies, like in a box, and you're like, oh. Well, when
5: this you When you think authentic. about it, man, it's like you know, the stuff on the interwebs nowadays. You can take it or leave it. And if it's cool, it's All cool, right. and it can be cool, cool for a minute, and then it's out the next day. But if you have something hard copy in your hand, you can pick up. You can put it by your toilet, and every time you take a shit you think about yeah. us, I mean, we're okay with that.
0: <laughs> I got an easy rider next to mine. Real quick, where can we find the magazine locally? If we live around here, where can we go pick up one of the magazines?
5: Uh, you can find it at Bill's Wheel Skate Shop.
4: Oh, right. Uh, Damn.
0: Yeah. Cool.
8: Nice. And I got to say, I, I have to commend you for sticking with paper because I, I have seen so many amazing magazines that have felt like they were being forced to go to digital and once they did, they just they just died because nobody yeah. went, everyone's used to the paper magazine. They didn't want to follow you know, some digital thing online that they have to go through a bunch of hoops to get to
5: and we're we're so small time it's Mm -hmm. i mean literally three of us that we're when when we print and when you buy something off of our Big Cartel website, <laughs> I literally print that out on my printer at home. Your invoice, mm-hmm. I fold it, I put it in your magazine, <laughs> I, I put see. it in an envelope, I lick the envelope. That's fucking uh, awesome. I handwrite though. it and I send it out. We we've sent magazines all over the world. I That's mean, awesome. Sweden, right New Zealand, Europe. I mean, it's just when you good. got you new stuff coming out, you'd you you always come back and come and sit in and let us
0: know what's going on. You know? Yeah. I'd yeah. Let's we're, I'm, do that.
1: we're gonna extend you an open invitation when you have some cool topics that you'd like. To come in and share the stories on here, I'm all for that because you know we we are promoting our local, you know, Northern California, yeah. everything. So you're a part of it. You're you're in the circle now. So thank you. Am for I coming. in the
5: circle? You're in the circle. You're of trust. in the circle, man. <laughs> <laughs> in The circle of Don't trust. Don't
1: break, break the circle of in trust. The circle. All right. Hey, um, real quickly, I got um, uh, an email. I got um, it actually came as a message, but you know, whatever. So this is from Chris. I think it's Lysac or Lizak. I'm going to go with Lizak because that's... Like, it's your name, name with a
0: K on the end of it. <laughs>
3: so, for some
1: of you may not know, uh, about a year ago, Chris emailed us and said he wasn't going to listen to us anymore because of our Harley bashing all the time.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and, uh, Don't
5: worry, bud. I got your back.
1: <laughs> and I said, well you know i hope i hope you give us another shot you know we don't always bash harleys we're we're pretty open minded everything yeah. I, as i said i do, and i told him i said i don't hate the harleys i just hate the riders <laughs>
9: <laughs> that made but, it uh, so much better <laughs> yeah. yeah
1: so chris said well It's been about a year since the first time I contacted you. Uh, Some in the garage have earned some respect, and others have not. But yes, I still listen (laughs) on a weekly basis.
9: This guy can't Uh, dig himself into this hole any deeper. Because you've earned, uh, some of you have earned his blessing. He said, at this
1: time, I will continue listening. Um, Also, (laughs) I'd like to say to all the misfits out there that think that Harley riders rev their engines at every stop sign or stop light just to be annoying... No, he says, we have to do that to shift gears. If you're in a higher gear yeah. and you want to downshift, you have to rev the engine, blip the engine. He's
5: rev matching. Engine blip. So yeah. I can tell you in my experience that I rev my engine at the stoplight so my bike doesn't die because it's kickstart, and that really <laughs> yeah. sucks. Yeah. That's exactly
9: it. Yeah, yeah. you ride old two-strokes, you do the exact same yeah. thing. Yeah. The reason you hear me ringing it and it don't have an idle. is just because I do not want to not be able to kickstart it when I stall it. <laughs> it yeah. Sucks. Yeah, I can't suffer that kind of indignity Yeah. I
1: hear you. Um, but, and he'd also like to say that um, he would like to... Challenge us, uh, like I have, to do more of the distance rides. Um, And and get out there and and run it tank to tank for a day or two, and then (laughs) see how, how it is. He said, next year, 2017, we have a group heading out to Sturgis again, and why don't the Misfits come join him?
4: Cool. Mm. I'd be up for that. I've nice. never been to Sturgis. That'd be pretty cool.
1: Yeah, so thanks, Chris. Yeah,
4: but is he going to beat us up when we Liza get there? Yeah, probably. Will I be
8: allowed there on a scooter? Give me a date for an <laughs> Iron Bot. If all, you can all make all it to Sturgis, it Sturgis on the <laughs>
0: scooter. Fuck
8: yeah. yeah. I've been all the way to Portland Maine I'm You need to disguise that. yourself as an <laughs> Yeah, but I don't
0: want to get it, fucking beat up by some dentist on a fucking <laughs> robot.
1: <laughs> 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 like, how embarrassing. So also we have a quick Bonneville update. Yes, uh,
8: just wanted to say that today was the first official day of racing at Bonneville at the Motorcycle Speed Trials. Mm. And um, the the big story is about uh, Guy Martin, who is attempting to break the uh, world's land speed record on a motorcycle using Mm -hmm. a Triumph. Um, Yes, this bike that he's riding is a Triumph Infor Rocket Streamliner, which during the the preliminary uh, practice sessions broke the previous record held by a Triumph, making it the world's fastest Triumph at 274.2 miles per hour, or 438.72 kilometers per hour. And uh, this is piloted by TT legend Guy Martin and he he's a guy yep and he is shooting for the uh, the current record which is 376 miles per hour oh on the good 11 day. mile course that they were finally able to set up at, at Bonneville this year now that they actually have a good, have good salt. salt yeah yes which is a huge relief yeah. for the Bonneville racing community uh, so we will see how that happens uh, once he once he gets uh, his chance to tear up the salt but I also wanted to send out a, uh, a special shout out to my friend Jalen Billig who got to do her first run today uh, on her uh, 1969 Honda CL 175 named Hitori Hanso <laughs> and uh, she was able to get uh, get Hitori up to 68.6 miles an hour today which broke her previous record but she did not have time for a return run so yeah. she's gonna go again tomorrow to try and set the, set the new record in her class awesome. Good luck with that. <laughs> and she's right ra- she's racing in the 175 mcg class
1: also we had another message come in it was a correction on on our podcast, where I did the "Are You a Real Biker?" quiz, hmm. and interestingly enough, the person who sent me that correction is here in the room.
9: Yeah. So I was under the
1: impression that <laughs> yeah. doing the ton yep. was doing the hundred miles at a hundred miles an we hour. Have to
9: clarify though, there's two and, tons.
1: And so, Phil, you yeah. messaged me and said, "No, that is there's not in a, fact."
9: There's the long ton. The long and ton. the long ton is one hundred miles in 1 hour. And right. that's the long ton. Doing the ton is just doing the ton. You know, that's that's not that's not the mighty achievement that it once was. Yep. But now doing a long ton, and I've done it, it's f- fucking hard to do. A bulls- I mean, that's like, a- where you doing did like do it? it. Highway 80 east I did ex- actually Yeah, I did mine in Tennessee. I was bringing a motorcycle home from Dallas you and cold, 20 and years ago, right? <laughs> no, it wasn't it wasn't that long ago. It was, I, I was picking up a bike for my wife. It was a Honda GT650 Hawk and I was running uh from Dallas home and I got to this uh, this little you know truck stop on the side of the road and I happened to notice there were four Jake. Uh there were four Jake state troopers mm. sitting there having you know having food. Now's your chance. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so I, I looked at her yeah. and I uh I see these four state troopers and I'm like, I gotta fucking know. I just I mean you got you see four state troopers and it's a desolate road in Tennessee. So I said Hey, uh, I'm heading towards Ohio. What's the road look like ahead? You know, is it safe? Trying to be, like, all conscious, like, citizen. Like, you know, is the road okay? And the cops looked at each other, and they looked at me, and they went, Is that your motorcycle outside with the Ohio plates? And I said, Yeah, it is. And he goes, Yeah, you're looking to all four police officers in the next hundred and some miles. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and light Thank eyes you. Light up. I just thought, holy shit, you don't get this opportunity much. That right. was nice I of know. That. And I had in my hands the, my, my fuel receipt. So I had my fuel receipt that proved I was where I mm-hmm. claimed to be. And I jumped on the bike and I just pinned it. And uh, I pinned it, and I kept it pinned. And what I realized is that at 100, and I figured out in my brain, you know, you do math when you ride. Mm -hmm. If you don't have, Mm -hmm. like, GPS or any of this shit, you do math. So I was figuring out, I was like, okay, well, getting from zero up to 100, that took some time. So you can't count that. Mm-hmm. So that whole distance, that just, that's gone. So in order to really achieve 100 miles in one hour, I'm going to have to go about 114, 115 miles an hour mm-hmm. and get zero traffic. Yep. And so I figured, okay, well I'll just hold it a buck 15. So hold it a buck 15. The only part of the entire fucking math that didn't work was I didn't figure my fuel range.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
9: and at 115 miles an hour, you use all the gas on the planet.
3: Right. Real fast.
9: Real fast. And so when I was coming up on the 100-mile mark. There was a gas station at about 105. And I was coming up on the 100-mile mark, and I was good for time. I was right where I needed to be. But I, um, on that motorcycle... You do not switch to reserve. You get a reserve light. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. And I fucking hate reserve lights. And uh, <laughs> you get the reserve light because they're completely ambiguous. You know, you don't get enough information. And I got the reserve light on the bike at that, at that particular moment. I was like, "Fuck me over." So uh, I did. I got my hundred. I got my one hundred in an hour. My odometer was on point and then I slowed down and uh, I did not need to find double secret reserve on that particular leg of the trip but it was a later (laughs) leg of the trip where I did have to lay the the bike over over (laughs) a (laughs) (laughs) little bit you know what when you have to lean the bike over one time yep Okay. I had to lean the bike over twice back Ooh, the other side yeah. and then go get a jug of fucking gas out of the guy's yard wow. to put it in. there. Oh, yeah. I felt so dumb yeah. on that trip. Texas is too big for the record. They yeah, should make is. Texas smaller.
6: But you know what you were saying about the fuel consumption? I did my long turn on a GS 1100, 79 GS 100. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. And in England, it's got a bigger fuel tank yes, it than does. In America. It's got yeah. a 5 three gallon tank yep. mm. and I used it all. Yeah. Yeah. That bike nice. was doing like sixteen to eighteen yeah. to the gallon <laughs> holding a ton. Wow. Ball. So Ooh.
1: thank you for coming all the way from Cleveland to make that correction. Hey,
9: yeah. Appreciate <laughs> it. I'm glad I could help.
1: And one last announcement I have. Um I was honored to be a guest on the podcast engineering school Uh, podcast about uh, our setup here and uh, you know all the nuts and bolts about how we create the podcast if you're interested in hearing that go to podcastengineeringschool.com and you'll find me on there,
6: you're cutting edge.
0: Yeah, well, you yeah. Yeah. And
6: uh, also, before we go,
8: one more thing I wanted to mention, Liza. This is be could be my last podcast for a little while because he's <laughs> going, going to
9: Pakistan.
8: Pakistan,
9: fucking a, that's a- so cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Taking
8: vintage Vespas up the Karakoram Highway, right? on well, we'll be, be safe. Uh, have, you yeah. any, so pac- have you learned any any Have you learned
0: anything of the language or <laughs>
8: not yet? Uh, I'll take a. All crash you need course. to
1: remember is "Bonnie" means water.
8: Bonnie. Bonnie. Good. Yes. I will remember that. All
1: right. Right, and i think <laughs> we're ready to get out of here uh mike can you tell everyone how to find us
0: no <laughs> <laughs> so you can find us crazy. at i have the word to find us online at
8: motorcycles that's good
1: enough right there motorcycles and misfits.com <laughs> is where you go from there you'll find our link to youtube mike's constantly making new videos as bow, mentioned bow, bow. emma will be the latest feature instagram yeah, our, our Instagram. Uh, you can go there to buy a T-shirt. Hey, I sold the double, the triple XL. Somebody got a beach towel. the triple XL is gone.
9: Someone in Ohio. It's got to be one of my mechanics. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a fact of life, man. Did you, did you have a four X? <laughs> yeah. That would be the
0: other one. That was a, fam- that was a family size shirt for like a family of four.
1: And and yeah. again, I wanted to thank Josh for coming down. Um, you know, custom choppers yeah. is something that we're not doing as much here. But people are coming in, and I just haven't been as in touch with the world. Because, hey, it doesn't have a reality show yet. But
5: Actually, I oh, beg yeah? to differ. Yes? Um, <laughs> what do we got? The Discovery Channel, there's a Sacred Steel show yeah. coming yeah? up, and that's oh, yeah. the, the Douche LaRue Motorcycle Club. Cool.
1: So that's worth hmm. checking out?
5: I don't
1: know. Okay. <laughs>
5: <laughs> that remains to be seen. Will you come I'm sure. back That's and right.
0: report for us what's going on in the scene?
1: But yeah, do come back again if you've got you. some cool stuff or if yeah. you know anyone local who mm. you think it'd be has a good story that you want to share, send them our way. I
3: appreciate so, it. Thank uh, you. Also, thank yep. you
1: to all of our listeners. We do appreciate it. Keep the emails coming, the messages, even you, Chris. <laughs>
8: <laughs> Indeed.
1: I appreciate it. And I think on that note, we're ready to get out of here. This is Liza.
8: Bagel, wow. Charlie,
9: Mike. Hey, this is Nock. Isaac, Emma, Josh, Michael. And remember to drive fast and take chances. Yeah. We don't know the song. Phil, you want to take us out with the song? Aw, man, I don't know if I can do that without Johnny meckle fresh here. Press
5: the button.
1: Press the fucking button. Mike, Charlie, and Jake all got tickets today.
0: Uh, (laughs) Yeah!
9: Are you fucking kidding me? And we out.